Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. On this podcast, I'm inviting you into my personal library to experience my favorite erotica. All of the volumes that I will read from are on my shelves. Each week, I will treat you to a piece of erotica, either my own or from one of my favorite authors. Some weeks, I will be joined by these amazing authors themselves, and you will have the chance to hear them read their own work. This podcast is being supported by my Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. For people who subscribe, you will have access to special interviews with authors and readings and also to special events. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and enjoy a peek into my erotic world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. Um, And this is episode three. And today I am joined by Lorraine Ansel. And she's an erotic narrator and also an erotic writer. And she's going to read a piece of her own. I'm really excited about this. Um, So I hope you will enjoy the show today. And we will crack on and just get started. Welcome, Lorraine. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yes. um, Right. Shall I just crack on with the reading? Yes, please, Lorraine. Fabulous. Okay. This one's called Bella. I stare at the phone. The familiar ping cuts through the silence and I see an image has been sent. I swipe and the phone opens. I download the image. Fuck. I stare at it and my pussy explodes. Well, would you fuck me into next week? She is gorgeous. I look at that neck, those arms and her skin. Fuck you. You have great taste. My insides curl around me like tentacles. Your timing is perfect. I'm ovulating and the raw pleasure goes beyond deep. The powerful electricity explodes within me and the only solution is to surrender. I let out a long, deep sigh that seems to come more from my pussy than my mouth. I throw out some quick replies to slake my lust, but days later, I find myself roaring again. Does the pull ever stop? No. It truly never does. She is on my mind and my pussy, taking root like I knew she would when I first laid eyes on her. Ah, I let out loudly. Another breath struggles out and my contained breasts heave in front of me as I stare at her again. My skin shivers with pure, unalter... My skin shivers with pure, unadulterated lady lust. You were so right. We are so alike, you and I, are we not? You choose very well, and Bella is well-named. My pussy weeps as the tendrils wrap around me. I grimace and my forehead creases as I stare, soaking in each and every pixel. Bella, I whisper out loud, and it crashes through my head. I squeeze on one breast harshly, reaching down and licking it. Bella, that name so special, so sacred. My favourite name, don't you know? Why so special? My first and one true love was a little fluffy dog called Bella. I took it everywhere, my best friend, the only one who truly understood my pain and pleasure, the only one that knew all of my secrets, who knew the pull within me and accepted it completely. I loved that toy with a fierceness that only children have before the light, before the light is taken away from them, before they are taught to hide in plain sight. Bella. I would have called my child that had any of them been a girl. 
the name both a blessing and a curse. But on reflection, perhaps it would be best if I didn't. The images twirl around my mind's eye. How could you have known? Known that of all things I covet the most, Bella is the one thing that I simply and utterly adore. I was a slave to Bella. Anything she wanted, I would give her. Anything she needed, I would give her. I looked after her. I comforted her. I loved her. And what have you done? Shown me your Bella, and now in the lazy heat of this summer night, I have claimed her as my own. I always come for Bella. Chained to her, I am a slave to her. Only her. Forever. Beads of sweat shimmer over my body as I look again. Mm, why did you tempt me with such beauty? The model castings from decades ago pour through my mind. Paris and London, they all merge into one. Those fashion shows with naked models running about, hair in rollers and makeup half done. That time when I had to ask over 30 women to take off their tops, walking around me, holding a towel in front of them, their arms outstretched, dishevelled hair tumbling around their naked shoulders as I desperately tried not to look, tried not to touch. Their lithe, young limbs and pouting breasts, beauty personified. The air kissing alone took a good hour with Simone, Marie, Claire, Cherie, ma pousse, ma belle. Ah, oh, belle, Bella. Such beauty I have been privileged to see daily, but the torment of never being able to do anything about it haunts me still. The memories of agony wash over me and build into anger. My lust for her pierces through and unravels within me with the dexterity of a cobra, taking hold of the anger that you have had her and leaks over my whole body, suffocating me. I sweat and close my eyes, my lips pressed together in silent veneration. She is the only thing I think about. Bella, to be your slave, what would you do to me? I remember those sleepless nights in Paris after those castings, imagining what those women would do to me, or rather make me do. Do you know how much I love the female form? The French know beauty, that's for sure, and they taught me, instilled into my very being, how to take decadent pleasure in such beauty. Do you think it was you that unleashed me? You opened the door. The French pulled me through with a ferocity that only they are known for, made this very nice girl very naughty. Their Napoleonic code opened the path to liberté, égalité, and most certainly fraternité. I studied hard and was rewarded for my diligence. But now I sit here musing for the millionth time about her. For Bella, what would I do? My large eyes look up and I sigh. I would be waiting, dressed simply, my hair plaited to one side, standing there with a lacy Bardot-style mini-dress, silk, stocking, silk stockings hugging my legs and peeking out under the dress. Black, of course. My skin would already be switched on because Bella always wants me to anticipate. I serve only her. I stand in her hallway waiting. She comes in, a black leather shift dress hugging those curves, high-heeled black YSL patent boots and sunglasses. I smell her despite her perfume. I know where she has been that night, yet again. I can smell it on her. The years of perfume practice has made her an expert. But I can smell her and I drool. She does it on purpose. I smell the heady smell of sex on her and my senses swoon. She is such a fucking minx. 
She snaps two fingers at me and I curtsy, head down, eyes averted, and hand her the champagne glass. She swigs it back and hands it back to me. Our hands touch and I feel the jolt deep in my clit. She looks at me, tipping my chin up. I must never look at Bella, but I do, and she runs her thumb into my mouth. Suck, she commands, and her accent sends me spinning. After only seconds, she stills me with her icy voice. Enough. And throws her bag and coat onto the mahogany hall table. She stalks off up the stairs, her butt moving from side to side, up under that dress, and I wince. I will be biting that cheek later, and we both know it. I scatter, leaving my lust to one side. Bella does not like to be kept waiting. The coat goes in the wardrobe, the bag in the study, glass back in the kitchen. I totter about in my heels that she chose for me, impossibly high with three straps and buckles. Bella likes me unbalanced. She likes those heels on my childlike feet. I dash about and then rush upstairs, taking the steps two at a time. Running around European cities in heels, catching taxis and trains has served me well. It serves Bella well. As I reach the landing, I see her sitting in her bedroom on the sofa waiting for me. I stare and know where she was last night, and who with. Another sponsor, she calls it, and she does it oh so expertly well. I vet them all, make sure they pass the financial checks, keep her safe. And as for last night, he was blonde, on business. She would have given him such a fucking great time. Posed for him, smouldering in lacy underwear and making love to the camera. I bet she gave him the full back shot. Such a bitch. I can still smell him on her. I almost choke. She cares simply because this is what she does for me. She knows how much I adore that scent. Oh de fuck. Of all the things I remember most, it is scent. And the businessman's divine fragrance lingers on her, like wet forest undergrowth. Ah, to smell that woody smell again. My lips are already so swollen that I bite my lower lip, drawing blood. Does she love it? <laughs> she is amazing at her job. She loves it, excels in it. But she always comes home to me. She raises an eyebrow as I pad over the grey carpet to her, and her silence punishes me for being so late. I feel the shame in my cheeks as they flame and stand before her. She is such a fucking bitch to me, and I love it. She comes forward in her seat. Hair, she barks, and I deftly move and let her hair down. I feel it through my fingers. Those years working with the best of the best again serves me well. Weighty, majestic in my hands. My stomach drops as her hair does, and I struggle to breathe. Impossibly attractive, I yearn to taste her, all of her. I knead her head gently and playfully braid her tresses. She coos and sighs, and only I can wipe away the day and night stresses with my caresses. She leans into me, her head underneath my breasts and wraps my legs in her arms. I stroke her head. Bella loves this. I'm the kind to her cruel, the fuel to her fire. She runs her fingers, she runs her fingernails down my legs, the pain bringing the blood up to the surface. I feel the leather boots against my legs and tremble. I clasp her head and sigh contentedly. Only to me and only for me. And me she never shares. I belong to her. She cups my cheeks with her hands and twirls her fingers through the lace dress, teasing me. She nips at my skin through the lace, just hovering above painful, 
and snakes a tongue at my flesh, dabbing through the lacy gaps. I grab a handful of her hair and gaze down at her. This she will allow, and only this. Her black made-up eyes sear through me, and her all-woman makes me feel so young and so fresh. I bend to kiss her and a tear escapes from my eye. So soft, so full, so mine. To taste such a beautiful woman, this siren is ecstasy. She peels up my dress, exposing more of the stockings. She flicks at them and they smack my skin. The pain radiates towards my pussy and I feel her smiling through my lace dress. She drags her nails down my legs again and I whimper as she reaches my calves. They tighten as all ten of her fingernails drag up the front of my legs. I, always, I almost lose my balance as she digs them in, grounding me, yet making me sore. She then stands and pulls the dress up over me, casting it aside. She grabs my arms and yanks me over to the bed. Ouch! I exclaim, and I know that I will awaken from this bruised, but bettered. She yanks me harder and tosses me onto the bed. I know what is coming and I steady my breathing. She turns and indicates the zip. My fingers shake as I reach for the long zip. With one hand on her perfect arse, I pull the zip down, desperately trying to control the uncontrollable. My juices slink out of me, running down my thighs, and I watch as the leather falls away from her. I hold her hips and wriggle the dress down. She steps out and around to face me. I look away, not trusting myself to look. The desire is as overwhelming as the sex scent she has all over her. She cups my breasts with her hands and I close my eyes, mouthing a silent prayer. She reaches around my back and undoes the clasp of my bra and my skin sings at her touch. She rolls the bra off my shoulders but raises my arms. Tying my wrists together with my bra, she pushes me back, so I am sprawled on the bed, my legs wide open. She sits back between them. Taste, she says. I struggle up to her back and lick her gently, tasting her and him. She flicks her brunette mane over the other shoulder. With her hand, she feels for my thighs and holds them apart further as her fingernails dig into my flesh. She tastes divine and I kiss her from her neck down, her spine, each and every vertebrae. I shiver and the butterflies within me have turned into jet planes heading straight down, the lust threatening to take me over. I reach over her head for her breasts and hold onto them with both tied hands as best as I can. I slip a finger beneath the lace and gently feel for her. They're still hard but by now will be desensitised. Not that she wants me to stop. I massage around them knowing that they have been sucked and tasted over and over again. I purr at the thought and she reaches back to find me. And find me she does her two thumbs hard against my pubic bone. I groan as she presses forcefully. She is relentless in her torture and I whimper in her ear through her hair, still smelling of him. The heady concoction drives me insane and I am barely in the room. She, she slips through my arms and throws herself on the bed with such a bounce that I open my arms in alarm. She slaps her ready rump and I swing over her, straddling her thighs. Mistress has her likes. I pummel her arse, plucking at her lacy thong. I shred it with my fingers and it comes away. The clenched fabric is my first prize and I hold it to my nose and inhale deeply. I tuck them into my restraints and dive down. 
I run my moist lips along the top of her thighs. She moans deeply into the bed. It sounds like a heavenly choir and I wait for her to catch her breath and do it again. She grips the sheets and I move up, sucking at her cheeks. My body burns as I taste her flesh. I bite down without warning and she arches off the bed. I blow on her and she settles back down. I bite again and her agony is my ecstasy. I know she is close. I reach down with some fingers and feel for her. Wet. I slip two fingers in and feel her almost ready. She is swollen from earlier and now. I taste her, licking my fingers, closing my eyes at her taste. She flips over and now parts her legs, wide open for me, her invitation, her needs, just her. My eyes shine brightly and now I smile, truly. This is my Bella. I hold out my hands in front of her and I pray my confession a whispered frenzy in her ears. She reaches up and slowly unties my hands, a faint smile on her lips, and I know she is pleased with me. My pussy weeps at the thought and I know I have to submit to her. I place my hands on her thighs, pushing slightly and then pull her to the edge of the bed. I dangle her legs over the edge and dive straight to her pussy. The first lick is always divine. She is ready and wet, matching me. She groans slightly, her hands reaching for my shoulders. I lick again and blow on gently on her. She sighs and moans. I forage around with my tongue and seek her out, tasting and feeling her wet suede soft skin. The tangy taste grabs me and I breathe out slowly, savouring each scent as the air leaves me. I carry on as she writhes beneath me. I continue and I finally locate her clit. Ah, oh, Bella, quit struggling. I latch on and suck softly and then licking her in one upward motion. She arches but I slam her legs down onto the sheets. I repeat it three times and then quickly insert my fingers into her. I widen her and she comes hard and fast, pressing against me. I push her down as she arches, prolonging the orgasm. I lick and suck again as before three times. She grabs my head and sits up. She yanks my hair back, biting my neck hard as I mule and yelp. Please, Bella, I cry out and she slaps me hard. The blood rushes to my cheek and she leans down to find my nipples. They pucker up for her and she carries on nipping at my breasts. The agony and shame cascade away and all I feel is her and the tears fall down my face. She licks at them, kissing them away. I moan with pleasure despite the sobs being wrenched from me. She takes it all, always. Everything I have is hers. Everything I am is because of her. She pushes me onto the bed, opening my legs for her to scissor with me. She rubs her pussy against mine, holding me hard against her, against her body, and I raise my hips to catch hers. She suddenly stops, but the juices pool around us. She wipes the rest of the tears from my cheeks. Finished yet? She whispers. No, I hesitate. She presses into my pussy again and I am powerless to her clever fingers. Her whole palm cups me and two digits flick my lips. I swoon and I know I am about to explode. She kisses me forcefully and I am sent spiralling over the edge. I scream out loud as she holds me to her. The day of waiting for her, standing in the hallway, wondering about her, has exhausted me and I drift into the darkness. When I wake, she is gone. Like the Holy Ghost, she vanishes and the sadness envelops me as the tears blind me. Bella. She has taken me to a place from which I can never return. Salvation.
That was brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. Did you enjoy that? <laughs> yes, it was fantastic. Great. All right. So guys, um, that's it for this week. Um, next week, we will have another amazing story. As I haven't written the lineup yet, I can't tell you who it is, but you can be guaranteed it will be good. Head on over to Patreon and join my Patreon if you want the extras that come with this, like little video snippets and some interviews of authors and there's swag and there's books and one author is even on offered to give um, the first chapter of his erotic comic book as an ebook, which is pretty cool. But you can only get those things if you join the Patreon. Otherwise, this is your lot for the next week. I'm Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, and this is my erotic library. Write to me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.press with ideas for the show, authors you want to hear, and any questions. See you all soon. Thanks for joining me on this erotic adventure. Join me again next week for more exciting erotica. Visit my websites, drlauribethbisbee.com and drlauribethbisbee.press for more information about what I'm doing and what services are available. Check out my weekly internet radio show, The A to Z of Sex, on the Health and Wellness Channel, voiceamerica.com, Thursdays at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, 7 p.m. BST, and that's a live show. If you've got suggestions for this show or authors you'd like to hear, email me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.press. Have a great week.